Hello and welcome to TBHS Mic'd Up Podcast. My name is Campbell and I'm here alongside my dad and we're so excited uh, to be back for episode eight. Yeah, episode eight this week. Um, we'll start with last week's sports recap sponsored by KB Metalworks. If you need any metal work done, stop down by KB Metalworks and when you're there, make sure you thank them for supporting Thunder Basin High School. And not only is that important, Campbell, our studio got an update. We did get an update. Slash basement. So we can actually island. see our notes better. Yeah. So we're excited. It means nothing to you folks out there, but Campbell and I are excited. We are pumped. It's easier for us, so um, makes this even even more exciting week for us. All right. Let's start off with uh, our football team. They won uh, 21-14 in a close one uh, versus Natrona. That was on home at home last Friday. And so that was their last regular season, and they took the dub. Yep, got the dub. Last regular season win. We're three in a row going into the playoffs. Um, that's exciting. It was senior night for the fall sports, so lots of uh, lots of things going on at the football game on Friday night. Most important thing was winning. That is true. All right, swim and dive this week was with their 4A Eastern Conference Championships in Cheyenne, where our girls' team took third. Um, lots of good placings there in the 200 yard medley relay. Uh, we took second in the 200 yard freestyle. Maddie Olson took sixth in the 200 yard individual medley. We had two places. Uh, Haley Walter took third and Adeline Johnson took fifth in the 500 yard freestyle. Maddie Zock took first. I think she's first every time we print this thing, yeah. <laughs> no matter what, what the she's, deal is. She's always first. She's always first in that event. In the one-meter dive, we have three placers. Uh, Cassie Treby taking first, Maddie Besich taking fourth, and Alina Wagner taking fifth. In the 100-yard freestyle, Maddie Zock took second, and Maddie Olson took fifth. If, if you're a swimmer and your name's not Maddie, you shouldn't even enter. Because you're not going to place if your name's not Maddie. Well, unless you are Cassie or <laughs> Alina or yeah. Haley. There's a lot of Maddies on the swim team. That's what I was getting at. In the 200-yard freestyle relay, uh, the team took second. In the 100-yard backstroke, two placers again. Haley Walter took second. And Tinsley Diagosta, I think I got that right this yep, time. That is how she told us. That is how she told us. She gunned sixth. 100-yard uh, breaststroke. Uh, Adeline Johnson took fourth and the hundred yard freestyle relay, the team took fifth. So lots of good work there in the pool by our lady swimmers and divers. Yeah, they, they did good. Uh, so volleyball on Thursday, they played at Natrona. They took that three sets to zero. Those scores were 26, 24, 25, 19 and 25 to nine. So a good Thursday. And then Saturday they had senior night, their last regular season game. That's at that was at home versus Sheridan, and they won that one three sets to one. The first set 25-17, 25-10, 23-25, and then 25-17. Yeah, Sheridan's one of those teams that's I think over the season has really improved. So they got to get a lot of young kids on that team, not a lot of seniors. So um, it's a good win over over that team to end your regular season. Uh, state cross country uh, this week in Cheyenne. They ran the uh, golf course up there by the airport and our girls team took seventh with Megan Doherty the high placer there in 12th and the boys team took ninth with Patrick Hardesty as the high placer in 16th so 
good good job for our cross country team this year. Um, I know they had a lot of runners, and and they're they're placing up there higher than they have been. So, uh, gaining some strides in cross country. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's. Uh, that'll wrap up our uh, last week's sports recap. So let's jump into this week's sports schedule. This week's sports schedule uh, brought to you by ERA Priority Real Estate. If you're in the need of any real estate needs, buying, and selling a home, or renting, um, stop down there and talk to ERA Priority Real Estate. Um, we'd also like to thank them. They are one of our new. Uh, scoreboard for the gyms. They're one of the big sponsors for our new scoreboards in the gym. Uh, I know they were supposed to be in before school started and they're not in yet, but nonetheless, uh, thank ERA Priority Real Estate. That's a big step for them. Um, Pretty big donation to help get uh, new scoreboards for our gym. We'll have a video board and then a scoreboard that tracks um, points and fouls and all that. That's pretty, pretty neat. So we'd like to thank them for that. Um, volleyball this week is at regionals in Sheridan on Friday and Saturday. Uh, we are the number one seed out of the Northeast quad. I believe we went undefeated in our Northeast quad conference games. We might've went undefeated in the whole Northeast conference. No, the, the game against Campbell County, that tournament, that tournament game. That, but yeah, that wasn't a conference game. Yeah. So I think in our conference games, I think we went undefeated. Um, but um, uh, Laramie, the, Laramie. Oh, that's right. Laramie beat us. That yeah. is correct. So, but, but Laramie's a really solid team. So. Yeah, Laramie's solid. And they'll be the one seed. Laramie will be the one seed out of the Southeast um, c- quad. And we will be the number one seed out of the Northeast quad. Um, so I'm kind of predicting a maybe Saturday afternoon rematch with Laramie in the conference championship for that one seed going into the state tournament. That's what we're hoping for. All right, our football team has their playoff game this Friday, and it is a big one. They play at Campbell County on Friday uh, at 6 p.m., so if you can get out and support them because that is at Campbell County, and um, big game for them, playoff time. It it is playoff time, first uh, opening weekend of the playoffs. Um, We get Campbell County at their house, so let's get all our fans there and turn it into our house. Let's do it. Yeah. So... Yeah, swim and dive this week. We'll have the last chance state qualifier here in Gillette. Um, I know as when I was going over results from uh, this last conference meet, most of our girls are qualified. Um, I don't know if Coach is going to try to get some maybe some other girls qualified in other events, but in the ones that they normally uh, swim, it uh, looked like most of our girls got qualified. So there may be just a few more to try to get. So they have a last chance qualifier this Friday in Gillette and then they'll turn around next Friday and we'll be state tournament or state, state I, they call it state meet I'm state meet yeah probably not a tournament yeah so I mean that seems pretty short for our we're running we're running out of fall sports yeah. to talk about <laughs> I mean we're we're only seven and a half minutes in and we're done with with our first little segments yeah here, and af- so. after this week um yeah we have we're kind of winding it up yep. so hopefully that our volleyball team and our football team keep winning and uh, swim and dive, you know, this week, last chance qualifier, next week, state meet. So, um, yeah, so if fall you, season's kind of getting to an end. Yeah, if you know a fall athlete that's still still in their sport, tell them good luck because as they're wrapping up soon. Yep, last chance is starting this week with regionals and uh, football playoffs. So good luck to all our athletes in their upcoming uh, events this week. And let's go 
Let's go Thunder Basin. Get out and support those kids. All right. It is time for our Where Are They Now segment. This week's uh, segment is uh, going to be Riley Mitchell. Um, so welcome, Riley, to the podcast. We appreciate you taking some time out of your Sunday afternoon to record with us. Um, yeah, absolutely. Why don't you kind of just lead us in and tell us tell us about your time at Thunder Basin, and then we'll go from there. Perfect, yeah. So I, uh, I played football at Thunder Basin, and I also wrestled there. Um, for all four years, um, and then graduated in 2019. And now I'm, uh, I wrestled for four years at the university of Mary and I'm currently in the, uh, first year of the, uh, doctorate of physical therapy program at UMary. So very good. What, uh, I, I do. So you were, you were one of the first kids was, were you the first class to go full first, all four years at Thunder Basin? No, so I I uh, did my first two years at Campbell County uh, as a camel, and then that I think what year would that have been? 2017, I think they switched. Um, so 2018 was the first graduating class, and then my class was the year after that. So I was two years at Campbell County, and then two years at Thunder Basin. All right, cool, cool. Uh, so yep. while while you were at Thunder Basin and, and doing your sports, uh, what were some of your favorite things, favorite memories? It can be sports related, not sports related. Kind of just what was your favorite parts about Thunder? Yeah, I uh, I really obviously football was awesome, and I really enjoyed playing with uh, with my buddies. Um, and then wrestling is a sport I did in college, so I, I made a lot of really good memories with uh, some friends that I've had for a long time there. Um, but I also, I really enjoyed hanging out with friends, and I also really enjoyed, <laughs> even though at the time it didn't seem like it, I had a class with my mom at Thunder Basin, too, and uh, and I do look back on that fondly, even though sometimes we didn't quite see eye to eye, but it was uh, it was definitely a good experience. It was, a, it was anatomy class, actually, um, which now I'm doing a lot more with that stuff, so... Um, that's another good memory that I had while I was while I was there. But yeah, yeah. we've we've kind of had that here at our house too. I Obviously, totally Leanne teaches that. math, <laughs> and so both of the kids have had her. So um, yep. And Ethan, he kind of struggled with mom, and Campbell, she's done yep. pretty good. So we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll just kind of yeah, there see were definitely some struggles for sure, but it was uh, it was definitely a fond experience. So yeah, it's kind of nice to have them have them at the school. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So you said you're at you Mary, correct? Yep. Yeah. All right. So then, kind of just uh, what, what do you ma- What did you major in? What are you doing now? Kind of that. Yeah. So I, I majored in uh, biomechanics, um, which is an undergrad kind of tailored towards the uh, uh, physical therapy program at the University of Mary. Um, and a big reason that I went to Mary was because they had uh, uh, something called early assurance, where you don't have to apply to the program. You apply it when you're going to be a freshman and then you meet requirements along the way to keep your seat in the program so you don't have to go through the uh, formal application. Um, so that was a big reason that I ended up at UMary and then wrestling worked out really good and, uh, and I was able to do that for uh, for all four years um, at UMary, which was, a, was, was, was an awesome experience. So Yeah, that's that's a pretty neat way to do that because I know a lot of kids when they go, um, that's, that's one thing Ethan looked at was going into physical therapy. Um, and he actually looked at going to Northern Arizona for kind of that same reason was, so then he could just yeah. roll right into their, uh, physical therapy program. So that's pretty, pretty yeah. handy that you get to do all of it right there at the university of Mary. Especially. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. Especially when PT is like a pretty hard, hard field to like get into like a PT school. For that's sure. nice. Yeah. 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 That definitely made it a lot, a lot easier. That was a big, uh, big draw for me to you, Mary, just cause it, a lot of people, It'll take a couple of years to get in. Some people get in right away, but it just removed that uh, stress factor out of it, which was really nice. 
Yeah, and so your brother um, mm-hmm. went to UMary also, didn't he? Yeah, yep. He is in his second year this year, um, and he's also wrestling uh, for the program. He's a little bit bigger than I am. He's wrestling heavyweight, but uh, yeah, so he's he's doing that and, uh, and really enjoying it. So yeah, and so do you do you get to stick around and help with the wrestling program, or are you pretty pretty busy with your with your um, postgraduate stuff to where you don't have yeah. time? Yeah, I I try to as often as I can because I really do want to stay involved. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what kind of time I have for it um, because I want to help coach as best I can. Um, Because, I I mean, I I just want to still be involved. And so it's definitely hard to uh, make myself go to practice when I I know I have all kinds of other stuff to do. But I am trying to make it as frequently as I can to help out in any way that I can. So Very good. Mm Mm-hmm. Very good. Is it is it cold up there yet? It's actually been a really nice fall up here so far. I remember four years ago we had a crazy blizzard come through here, and we had like two feet of snow, I think, that got dumped on us uh, in early October. But this fall's been really nice for us, which is nice because it, it gets cold pretty quick here. Very good. Well, we had Coleman Worsley on last week. Yeah. And so, um, you know, with you on this week, we kind of kind of on a trend of having real tough-nosed uh, athletes that really just got down and competed really hard. We, you know, obviously Ethan was younger than you. He's your brother's right. age. So, yeah. um, but was kind of in the football program with you at the, when you were obviously yep. older, but, um, always great to have kids like you and, um, you know, Worsley on to kind of those hard nosed, tough nosed kids that represented sure. Thunder Basin extremely well. So thank you, yeah. Riley, for being on. Uh, we appreciate Absolutely. you taking your time on a, on a Sunday afternoon, I know you're probably trying to get ready for class tomorrow, but uh, we appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right, we are back with our guest interview this week. Um, we are last week we talked talked big about the band and what they had uh, going on at state band last week. So this week we have a couple band students in, and and this week's interview is brought to you by First National Bank. If you are in the need of a bank or you bank at First National Bank, please stop down there and tell them thank you for sponsoring Thunder Basin High School. So today uh, we have, like he mentioned, two band students from Thunder Basin. We have Ian Schofield and Kane Clements. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. What instruments do you guys each play? Um, I'm Ian Schofield. I play the trumpet. I also am the trumpet section leader. Okay. Uh, I'm Kane Clements. I play the baritone. I'm lucky enough to be the section leader for both the baritones and the trombones and the senior band captain. Oh, wow. You do a lot. Just a little. <laughs> what, what grade are you guys in? I'm a junior. And I'm a senior. Okay. All right. So the, can you guys just give us a little bit about yourselves, kind of like how you got started um, into marching band and band in general and stuff like that? Yeah. So um, in case you guys didn't know, most of my family does band, so I was kind of looped into it that way. But I started band just like everyone else in the fifth grade, went on through middle school, and then in high school, joined marching band. And that brings us to where we are today. Uh, Mine started during summer music camp. I got down there, learned how to parade march, thought that was awesome, and got into it in high school, had a great time. Campbell, can you give them a little bit about your band experience? Okay, yeah, my band experience was a short-lived time. I went to Forge Elementary, so there were like six six people in my class and we combined with like the fifth graders um and so there's like 11 of us total and I played percussion and I was not very good at it 
but I tried hard and then I got to junior high. I'm like, this is not for me. So that was my experience. It was short lived. I was came, I, same way. I played drums until my sophomore year mm-hmm. of high school. And Campbell has a full drum set in her room. She doesn't, she actually beats around on it once yeah. in a while. <laughs> but that's our kind of band experience. Anyway, so you guys got, kind of tell us about last weekend. Tell us about state band and how it went for you guys and uh, kind of tell us how the scoring works at state band. Uh, yeah, so last week we had state band and it went great. We got a superior, which is the highest rating you can receive. We also received two caption awards, which are awards specific to a certain category of performance. We got the music and the wins, which means we scored uh, quite highly in the music category and then our wins, which is all of the music minus the percussion score, also scored quite highly. Uh, this year, it was a little bit different than we were used to working with. We had our show written for us by Evan Bradley. He was a graduate of CCHS. He was a really cool guy, and he wrote us a really awesome show. And then one thing that was way different than previous years was we actually got somebody else to write our drill. And that kind of threw us for a loop. We didn't have our whole show on the field until probably a week before state. But we came through, and it was honestly a really fun experience. I cried leaving the field. Yeah, it was. We watched it on NFHS here at, at the house, and it was pretty sweet. Like it was really neat to watch, and uh, it's kind of it kind of makes it interesting when you don't know. Like I never was in marching band. We just did like uh, up through from fifth grade up through junior high. We just did band, and we had a concert or whatever, and just before Christmas or whatever. So I never did it long enough to do the marching band. So that part of it is really really fascinating to me. And while we were watching you guys like um, do like your performance and stuff, we were thinking, we were talking like there's no way that I think people sometimes think it just comes together. Like there has to be time. So that kind of like how much time goes into that final state performance. And because what how long was your like thing at state? It was not very long. Yeah, our show was about nine minutes worth of show. And we worked on that every Monday and Tuesday and Thursday after school until about 4.45 since the beginning of school, not including a week-long band camp that we do. That's pretty much all day for a week in August. So you guys you guys had your kind of your program written um, before that, and then you just start working on it there at, in August. and So that's a lot of time. And like one thing that we, we talked about, obviously most of, mostly on here we talk about sports, and, and that's kind of what it's about, but we think that the band and the cheerleading, we had Misty Pakulon, um, last week with the cheerleading and wanted band on just because you guys are such a big part of even the sports, um, even though you're not on the field playing the sport, what a atmosphere that the band brings to the sporting events is pretty stinking awesome. So um, that's one thing, one reason we wanted to get you guys on. And then like in football, let's just say football, that's the season we're in kind of, if like one kid forgets a block, it's really not that big a deal. But if you're at your guys' state band performance, I mean, if somebody messes up, I mean, you could tell that, that's a pretty big deal. Like almost every, you got to have how many kids are in the band? Uh, there's about 80, including percussion right now. So Yeah, so 80 kids. Is that how many you took to the state marching band competition? So 80 kids almost have to be perfect for that nine minutes. Like that's pretty tough. Like to No pressure. <laughs> Like I, like even the flag the flag girls and all that they were they were pretty much perfect I'm sure Mr Schofield could go through and pick it apart way better than I could if he wanted to but um like like it has to be like eighty kids that are spot on for nine minutes 
Sounds about right, yeah. I mean, that would not be that easy to do, I don't think. That's hard, yeah. So that's really, really impressive. So what opportunities, when once high school's over, what opportunities are there for for band kids to move on and and maybe do something at college? Um, So, you know, you can go to your college. You can definitely march there. Uh, Most colleges have quite great uh, marching bands if they choose to pursue that. They also have jazz bands and concert bands but there's also this organization organization that not very many people know about called dci drum corps international that's sort of like a major league marching band i guess is how i'd describe it it's uh, pretty much professional except you have to pay for it you don't get paid to do it so there's that and obviously you can pursue music in college and whatnot my plan hopefully is that i can get into the western thunder marching band at the university of wyoming but there's tons of great college bands across the nation. One that has a lot of prestige to us band kids is the Ohio State Marching Band, the best darn band in I, the I'm land. I'm somewhat just going to throw up in my mouth since you he, said Ohio he's, State. He's a Michigan guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm he's a Michigan guy. guy so. Little throw up in my mouth on the old Ohio State. Yeah. But even though, like, even when you watch them, like, in the parades, like, um, for the bowl games and stuff, they always have the marching bands in the parades. They're pretty stinking cool. And then you see what they do out on the fields. And like I said, no different than what you guys did at state. I mean, that was obviously a bigger level because then they have a lot more kids. But so is there scholarships available and things like that at the universities? Uh, yeah, there is plenty of scholarships available through music departments for marching for them and for playing for them. So, Oh, very good. A lot of money. So we are kind of through the marching band part of the band season. Got maybe a football game or two left. Yeah. You know, hopefully we have two or three more football games left, I guess. But but then what? How then? What does what do band kids do the rest of the year? Well, right now we're transitioning into concert band, so the sitting up on a stage and making pretty sounds. Very good. That doesn't include honor bands that you can audition for, like Wibbick and the All State Band, which is going to be in Casper Natrona. There's a lot of stuff for us to do that isn't necessarily walking around on a football field. Yeah. Right. And we have some concerts coming up. Uh, November 14th, we have a jazz band concert that our jazz bands will play at. December 21st, we have a concert band concert. So if you guys can make it, that would be great. Yeah, we we talk a lot here on the podcast about, like, getting out to as much as you can. And, like, we get busy, so, I mean, we don't make it to quite as much as maybe we, we should. But we talk about how important it is that, like, we support each other, like, the and just stuff like that. So I, I'll definitely try to make it if, if I can find that that is in basketball season so it'll be kind of busy but yeah and so like as a softball coach um I always end up with it seems like girls in choir or band or orchestra or whatever so I always try to go support them and their other other events as well and no different than you guys um I realize it's part of your of your sport or your activity to come to the football games or basketball games or whatever um but as much as that is, it's nice to see the athlete kids come and support you guys at at your stuff as well. And, and I, in my opinion, like that, that makes the whole school a well-rounded, you know, when we're all supporting each other, especially with what band brings. And that's what we were going to ask um, because we get um, – football gets banned every week, but basketball, you guys are kind of in the concert band or jazz band portion, not really prep band kind of type of deal. But you put together usually for the camel game. You know, maybe the Sheridan game or something. But what 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 would it kind of take to get the band? You know, for all the home games, like the Friday night ones, for sure. 
I know that you guys get busy and stuff in the winter, but... We definitely do get busy, and it's definitely awesome for the four or five games that we come down to yeah. to play basketball, but you guys play so much, yeah. and we need a little bit of work on our concert stuff. Yeah. It's not yeah. that we don't want to come. Yeah. We totally do, and pep band music is fun. The energy yeah. is wild. We're having great times at that game, but it's just a little bit too much to be at home every week playing pep band maybe two times, three times. Right. Yeah, I totally get that. That'd be like trying to, I don't know, but like on top of basketball, doing something else. I get so busy in the winter with basketball. I'm sure it's the same for you guys with uh, concert band and stuff. And so then I kind of just want to bring it back a little bit um, to marching band here. What are like the aspects or what things go in to making like a good performance and, and stuff like that at state? So there's a lot of stuff we have to consider when we're putting our marching show on the field. Um, there's basically two separate things that we have to get good at, right? There's the marching part, and then there's the band part. And they are both about half the score. So we have to make sure we have really good marching fundamentals. So we work a lot on just walking around in time, doing all that. And then we work on our music a lot after school, making sure that sounds good, because it's the point of a marching band if you don't sound good, right? So... There's that. And Kane, do you have anything you'd like to add? Yeah, we get judged on a whole bunch of things inside of those things. So are our feet together? What's our posture looking like? Are our horn angles good? Because there are specific ways you're supposed to hold up each instrument. Otherwise, we don't look like a professional band. And then for music, the woodwinds get judged based on their tone, their balance, how well they blend with the music. The same thing for the brass, tone, balance, all of that fun stuff. So it's not like they're just looking to see, can these guys march good? And is their music sounding good? They're looking for a bunch of individual individual things and we get scored on probably 20 things one to ten yeah that's that's a lot to to be that think, is a lot. <laughs> thinking about while you're that, that's probably you're a lot marching. of things one a lot of things i didn't know and then probably a lot of things our listeners didn't know and that's a good insight to how you know how professional you really have to be um and like i said we talked about it a little earlier how you can now you have to get 80 90 kids so i would is it like is there judges is that how it works yeah there's like two music judges and they both record tapes while we're marching and they'll be like woodwinds i'm loving that you guys are sounding really good together just make sure that you're bringing that out a little bit more you're getting overrun by the brass or whatever and then like the marching judges they'll just be looking and they'll, they'll notice if you're out of spot because mm -hmm. we're supposed to march in straight lines and if somebody's too far to the left or to the right they stand out and the marching judges will be like hey Make sure those lines are straight. Those aren't straight. There goes yeah. points, easy points that we could have had. So do you guys have anybody like, I'm just trying to think of like, if you have time before state, you said that you, you didn't totally have the whole program into like a week before state or whatever. Do you guys, do you guys bring somebody in or is there someone local that can come like watch you go through your program and um, kind of judge it for you and kind of give you a little help before you go down to state band? Um, so yeah, that is kind of the purpose of why we do the, usually we have two competitions before we end up at state. We usually have one in Buffalo that was moved to Sheridan this year that ended up getting canceled. And then there's usually one in, at UW where it's the same format. We have all the same judges and they give us score sheets to help us prepare for the ultimate, uh, performance at state, mar uh, state marching. So you have a couple of competitions, a little bit to prep yourself and, and perfect your, oh, good. Yeah. All right, the time has come for, for the weekly question. The same question we ask everybody uh, that comes on the podcast. Um, what is your favorite sports quote or just like quote in general that applies to your life kind of? 
All right, I've got a really good one, and I don't remember the athlete who says it, but I remember who says it right after. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That athlete, Michael Scott. <laughs> oh, Michael Scott, that's what you're going to go with there. Okay. All right. Um, I guess since we're music kids, I guess I'll bring a music quote. I also don't remember who said this. I'd have to look it up. But one of the great quotes is, Without music, life would be a mistake. So that was also featured in the Kevin James movie, Here Comes the Boom. So. <laughs> well, I, I, don't know, I, know, I don't know, really don't know a person that doesn't like music of some sorts, right? Yeah. Like, whether it don't matter what kind of genre of music you like, like music brings everybody together in some way or another. So um, I think it's really important, one, to bring you guys on and, and then what you guys do to for Thunder Basin and how much, um, obviously, neither one of you two were there when they started. But Ian, you were probably around, and just because your dad's the the band coach, or um, about how the band has grown tremendously over the course of what six, seven, or eight years now. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming on, and like like always, we we appreciate uh, the guests that are willing to come on and talk about what they do and and stuff like that. So thank you. Yep. Thank, thank you, you for guys. having us. All right, that is it for episode eight of TBHS Miked Up. Yeah, thanks for all our guests that were on this week and hope everybody has a very great next week Yeah, as the weather starts to turn here in Gillette, Wyoming. So I hope everybody has a great week next week. Have fun and go Bolts. Go Bolts.